I'm an outcast, I'm a shadow. I stand with the lost souls, looking for a hustle. Got a pulse on the streets, I'm the one you won't look in the eye, no. Yeah, well, I can see what's headed for you down that road. And soon it's coming to take everything you know. All right, welcome to this week's edition of All Outdoors with Outdoors Dan and Larry Mack. Hope everyone's having a great day all across the good old USA. This is going to actually be our first show that we're rolling out on this new podcast. And I don't know about you, Larry Mack, but I'm excited. I couldn't be more excited. The uh, person we're having on today, I've had to run down, lasso up. He's been out in the woods chasing through this pandemic he's been he's been out hunting recording in the studio writing he's a jack of all trades yeah that's right and 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 who are we talking about larry mr the one and only brian callahan good friend of good friend of mine we met at the nwtf show uh how long ago was that brian Uh, a couple years years ago ago. yeah about three years ago yeah yeah and uh brian is a uh, a recording artist in Nashville, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's got some new new music uh, hitting the waves. And uh, if you any any of our listeners out there, go to iTunes, Spotify, download some of Brian's music because uh, you will thoroughly enjoy it, just like I have. Yeah. So so same thing as she told me. Broke it down. Yeah, same thing she told me. Yeah. Yep. Broke it down. Fallen uh-huh. fallen for her angels. I really like that one, Brian. Uh, appreciate it you're welcome larry's favorite still got beer uh, <laughs> uh uh let's see and hometown boys just to name a few of your songs right there Mm-hmm. yeah probably my favorite on the whole album is uh probably proud yeah oh, proud. That, that's a good one yeah yeah i wrote that uh with two good buddies of mine uh cole swindle and josh martin and um that one i'm you know you always kind of put those songs kind of back you kind of not necessarily want to say for yourself but um, the ones you kind of lean towards, you like the most, you know, and that was definitely one of them. So, well, there you go. But, uh, yeah. Hey, before we go to any much farther in this, I need to say the podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at Sportsman's Warehouse. Always a click away at sportsmans.com and Artie Geis. And of course, respect the game TV. So there you go. So, hey, Brian, now you, this is the first time I've ever had a chance to meet you and I'll apologize ahead of time. But uh, <laughs> all right, I'm hard to get hold of. <laughs> no, you're okay. I just know how Larry is. Larry, Larry, will fill you in later. So, uh, but but uh, you know, it's just one of the things that uh, you guys have such a demanding uh, schedule on your on your career choice, and I, I I just can't even imagine how it is to be out there just writing songs and then relating that to your audience and stuff. That's got to be amazing. Well, yeah, it's uh, you know, you can. I guess you can take lessons to learn how to sing, but it's hard to take lessons to learn how to write a song. So <laughs> yeah. it's one of those things, either you got it or you don't, you know. And, and um, you know, I started writing at a young age, like 11 or 12. So it's kind of carried it on, you know. <clears throat> My voice got a whole lot better, though. I, I go back and listen to some <laughs> of the things I recorded back then. Man, I was like, man, I was terrible. <laughs> well it's funny since we started uh brian and i met you know we kind of kicked it off brian's a, and uh you know he loves the outdoors and loves to hunt and fish and 
and do everything we love to do as well. And and through some of my production days, you know, filming some of the guys in Nashville and so on, it was it was funny. We were talking one day, and I I brought up and a guy that I was in camp of, oh Phil Billy, and uh, he's like, oh Phil Billy, and everybody knows Phil Billy, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. and uh, good songwriter as well. But uh, yeah, so so Brian and I, we just hit it off, and next thing you know, we're talking about hunting and fishing, and then he's asking me about bows and sending me pictures of 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 deer and turkey, and uh, so mm-hmm. so I imagine you're getting pretty pumped up for turkey season, huh, Brian? I am, I am, I. Uh... I went down to, uh, to Mississippi this past week and uh, catched the end of the rut there. And, and I was sitting there. I was coming back out of the woods to my truck, and I saw something through the glass of my truck. And I'm like, something's behind my truck. So I just kind of peeked around it, and there was seven longbeards standing uh-huh. right there in the log- logging road. And I was like, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon coming soon <laughs> they all had ropes on them too so i was like yep. man oh man <laughs> that, oh, that's bro. absolutely one of my my favorite things to bow hunt is turkeys i i you know i've i've got i was blessed to get an elk this last year and i've been elk hunting several times and mm-hmm. I've, I've gotten two and i think nine or t- nine or ten trips so it's not really productive for me usually but you know larry's really good at elk calling i'm not but that turkey calling you know what i love about it the best larry mack and brian you can be just an average caller and be successful that's right you know that's what i love about turkey hunting i think the most because anybody can do it i tell you man i've called more turkeys in scratching leaves (laughs) (laughs) than anything yeah Yeah. (laughs) so because brian you like to you like to bow hunt them as well don't you yeah, I bow hunt them off the ground, you know, in the wide open and, you know, well, behind some brush, of course, kind of get hidden in there. And, and uh, just, it's just a challenge, you know. I think um, I had to look back at my guy. I write down how many, uh, you know, I've killed over the years. And I think I'm up to like 24, 25 with a bow off the ground. That's awesome. And, That's awesome. Uh, you know, so I, yeah, I really, I really um, like to bow hunt off the ground a lot. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, get them real close and personal. And I like shooting them with a gun too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, no, there's nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> yeah. Back home in Georgia sometimes, man, that's, it's tough. So, uh, you just kind of have to play it by ear. <laughs> what you take to the woods down there. Yeah. Uh, well, so, so that's. Go ahead, Larry. Uh, I said, so that's where you're originally from is Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That part of the middle kind of on the line of middle Georgia, and South Georgia. And, um, you know, it's pretty, you know, it's tough hunting down there, you know, it's, uh, a lot of deer, but it's tough to kill a good buck, you know, they're there, but it's just, just hard hunting, you know, and, um, same way with turkeys too, you know, they'll, they'll gobble pretty good in the mornings and then they'll shut down pretty much after that, that hour and a half, two hours after daylight, you know, unless you just get one hot, but Tennessee is a different story. When I moved here, it's, uh, turkeys everywhere here, <laughs> but nothing yeah. like where i come from i was like good lord you know yeah but it is a hidden gem old tennessee is a hidden gem when it, comes it is to man i've never like i've killed them in tennessee you know 30 minutes 15 minutes going to roost and see the decoys and come running in to the decoys <laughs> going to roost you know yes in tennessee you can hunt you know you can hunt past noon or one o'clock in tennessee so you can yeah. hunt from sunrise to dark you know just about it and um so it's um yeah it's Totally different story here, for yeah. sure. 
I, I, I got to tell you, one of the things that I love about turkey hunting the best is just, you know, they'll make anywhere from 26 to 28 different vocalizations. But mm-hmm. then when, you, when you're sitting there half asleep, Larry's always teasing me because I sleep a lot. But, uh, I, you know, it's, it's just restful out there. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah. when, you hear, when you hear that, fum, mm, fum, oh, I know. I, I'm yeah. telling you what, oh, that, yeah. that just gets you going, doesn't it? Yep, especially when you ain't gobbled in the past hour. Yeah, and you're just sitting there and like, well, should I leave? Should I go? What <laughs> should I do? You know, and all of a sudden you hear that spitting drum. Yeah, it's like, it's like the first two nuts of a Brian Callahan song. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It'll wake you up quick. <laughs> oh uh, man, boy, I'll tell you the, uh, you know, you're right. There's something about you know hearing a turkey spitting drum that just I mean, everybody gets worked up, you know, when they've got an animal up close, you know, about ready to close the deal. But there's just something about a turkey, especially me bow hunting. It just, it it gets it gets underneath my crawl, boy. It'll it'll I mean, it'll definitely make the hair stand up, and it just make me just I mean, just turn make turn to a different zone, you know. I just you get in that yeah. zone, and it's like, my gosh, man, how, how well, could also, it get much prettier allows, this? <laughs> yep, it also allows you to like. Turkey hunting is, uh, I was, deer hunting's fun, but turkey hunting's a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just, just a little bit more lighter, I guess. You don't take it as, you take it serious, but not as serious, probably. You move, get to move around a lot, and it gives you opportunity to take somebody with you that's never been in the woods before and kind of introduce them, you know, and that kind of thing, too. And Well, you got more um, camaraderie that way. That way, and I, you know, <clears throat> my wife never hunted before, and, uh, you know, I kind of she loves turkey hunting. I mean, that's her favorite thing to do. You know, and uh, bless her heart, she can't shoot straight, but um, <laughs> she likes to go. But <laughs> her, her and Dan get along just fine, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, and I hate to, I hate to disagree with you, Brian, but I I take turkey hunting pretty serious because there's just something about yeah. that animal with the brain the size of a pea that outsmarts me all the time. Yeah, I, you got I, I got to take yeah. that personal. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but. Hey, Brian, the only reason why is because turkeys can't smell. If they could smell, <laughs> Dan would never kill any. <laughs> right. yeah. well, I, take, I take everything serious, but I was just kind of saying, like, it's more, you know, you can kind of move around. You ain't got to sit there in one spot forever, you know, that kind of thing. So it's a good, it's good after deer season, but um, I love it just as much as anybody, really. Turkey hunting is yeah. something, something special for sure. Who got you started in hunting, Brian? Man, I kind of, uh, it goes back, man, till I was probably eight or nine. I kind of started out coon hunting with dogs and, and my daddy was a big cooner and we, we hog hunted with dogs too. My daddy did. And, um, it kind of led from that. And really, I guess the first time I went by myself, um, they probably don't do it nowadays, but when I was about 11, 10 or 11, uh, my grandpa got me a, 30 30 and i killed my first deer by myself with a 30 30 iron sight and uh that kind of just um i don't know lit a fire in me and i wanted to be in the woods like every single day no matter what i was doing you know but um yeah i had to say my my papa my daddy and and um they kind of they're my papa loves the deer hunt and uh turkey hunt as well and um my daddy, he, he always liked hunting with dogs, you know, whether it was quail hunting or hog hunting or coon hunting, that kind of thing. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's how, that's actually how I, the same, pretty much same story for me. My dad raised, um, raised blue tip coon hounds and, uh, 
uh, still does it and I raise beagles and so, but he's, he's a houndsman and, and always, mm-hmm. you know, tried and true, you know, he, he'd raise them, them cold nosed blue ticks and, yep. uh, and go out and it may take it, it may take them forever to go tree a coat, uh, you know, strike a track and, yeah. you know, it may be an hour and a half where they put him in a tree because that deer was moving at four o'clock in the afternoon and he's running <laughs> at nine o'clock, you know, <laughs> you know, but, but, uh, but boy, it is something to hear them them dogs uh, run, you know, and actually watch a good dog work, you know. Yep, so. yep. I enjoy it too. Um, I've got a English Springer Spaniel that I uh, I train the blood trail deer, you know, you know, just for me, you know. And mm-hmm. I like to see them work, even if I know where the deer's at. I let them track it, you know. Um, yeah. I just like watching them work, and, and I use them for duck hunting too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you got yeah. the waterfowl sickness too, huh? I do. I, not as bad as I used to, um, cause I love to bow hunt whitetails. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I do like the duck hunt. I, I used to do it religiously, but, um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, well, it depends on where the ducks are, you know, Tennessee yeah. has been so good the last couple of years. Um, we shot, we shot some mallards and some wood ducks back home in Georgia this year. And, uh, but I don't think I killed a duck in Tennessee this year. Yeah, see, I've never waterfowl hunted, but Larry, you've you've done that quite a bit. Oh yeah, I was I was eat up with it as well. I mean, it, there ain't nothing. Uh, it's hard to beat a good old timber beat down on some mm-hmm. dumps some dump coming in, boy. You can you can make. Yeah, I need an invite on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then call them out. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's hard to beat, boy. It's a fast and furious action. Uh, but no, that's uh that's pretty awesome. It's awesome to have people in, you know, uh, your stature, writing music out there, sharing it with folks that, that have a lot of the same interests as, mm-hmm. as a lot of the fine folks out there that like to hunt and fish and share the outdoors. So let's well, that kind of goes this. hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't it? Yeah. Brian, <laughs> yeah. do you, do you take a recorder with you when you're out and about, or do you have like a notebook? I mean, I'm sure you get, I, you get ideas for songs all the time, right? Probably 99% of my song ideas come from when I'm in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yep. I keep, you know, I've, I've got my notepad on my, you know, my phone and I'll get it out and type something in and maybe write a verse or two or just an idea um, or have a melody, you know, in my head that I'll kind of whisper <laughs> into the phone, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah, I get a lot of ideas out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and driving down the road, right? You probably oh, yeah. be sitting there and yeah. I yeah. remember ride, riding in the truck with Craig Morgan uh some and, and he'd be over there just kinda humming, humming and or something, then next thing you know, he'd be in the studio and I'd be like, Ah, I, I see what he was doing. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I see, I see, yeah, it's pretty it always it's amazing though, but it and and it really kind of made me appreciate, you know, everything that kind of goes into it, uh, the thought process, uh, and, and just the process in itself. It's it's pretty 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 cool experience, uh, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's it, with me, you know, I normally I, I'll get an idea. I'm a big melody guy, so um, you know, I have to have that. I don't, I wouldn't say I have to have it, but I like to have the melody done and uh just so i can get into it and kind of feel it you know um it's kind of what how i kind of start the process of, of starting a song and writing a song um is the melody you know and i mm-hmm. sometimes i don't even have an idea i just have a melody i really like and i'll try to think of an idea that kind of fits with that what i'm feeling you know 
Mm-hmm. Well, I got a, so, I've yeah. got, I've got a, I got a suggestion for a song. I don't want anything out of this, Brian. Okay. <laughs> but you should. You <laughs> he should... comes to number one a year later. Here from. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no. You know, just you know, when you come up to Des Moines or whatever, just give me some tickets or whatever. But you know, here's the thing: the Deer Watcher. The Deer, the deer Watcher. watcher. <laughs> the Deer Watcher. <laughs> yeah. That's Dan. <laughs> he, hey, he can start. He can star in your video because he's very good at watching them. <laughs> <laughs> not very good. At shooting them. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that, but it's just like you know, I, I sit there and I, 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 I had to sell film a lot this year for the TV show, and it's like, I man, I just didn't, I didn't have the right angle, and I was showing Larry and Ryan and everybody the footage, and Larry's going. What are you talking about? You should have shot him there. What What about there? He goes, you just like watching him. So, you know. So. <laughs> That's what I say. That's what I say about my wife sometimes, turkey hunting. I'm like, shoot him. I don't got a shot. I'm like, he's 15 yards. Just pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure one of them babies that hit him. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm. That's right. How hungry are you? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, so, so what elite are you shooting now? I am shooting the uh, Cure. Oh, that's a good bow. That's what I got my elk with. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, I love it, man. It's, it's real quiet too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fast and quiet, and just feels good in your hand, you know. Yeah. So, and, and yeah did, really, did you did you get it tagged? Did you tag anything with it this year? Oh yeah, I killed a pretty good eight point um, in Georgia. No, actually, one of my best bucks in Georgia I killed um, with a, with my bow this year. Pretty big eight, sure did. And I killed a big coal down there. Um, I was chasing two two giants in Tennessee, and I let a lot of good deer walk chasing those two deer, but it didn't happen. They got away, so hopefully they made it through the season. Yeah. But uh, maybe next year. Well, yep. Things happen for a reason, Brian. Things happen for a reason. <laughs> That's right. You wonder why. It was funny was is the day I killed that eight point in Georgia, I had a big, big temp on uh showing up on camera up here and, and probably probably one seventies type deer and and um I killed that eight uh, that morning and then about noon that evening the farmer sent me a picture from the tractor. They was thrashing those beans. And uh, he he was he still he was bedded out in the middle of the bean field. And he took a picture from the tractor, and sent it to me. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" He was, <laughs> he was probably fifty yards from my lock on. Oh, oh man, that, you know that happens. That hurt, that, pretty, that, that hurt pretty bad. That happens to everybody, though. You know, you yeah. that, that's the bad thing about the cellular cameras now, because you'll be out and you you know the wind direction's probably not great for that, or and you go hunt one stand and then you get a little ding on your phone and you look down it's like he's sitting there right underneath your other stand it's yeah. oh, just every, it happens yeah. to everybody yeah they're they're good i like them you know i like keeping up and uh i like checking cameras and and uh well i got mostly cell cameras now but um i like keeping up with the deer you know it's just fun to fun to look at them too yeah. you know see brian yeah, there, see. another song right there brian keeping up That's with right. the deer they'll drive you crazy yeah. they uh, will man. there ain't no doubt about that boy i've i have definitely had plenty of them win the game I, oh yeah I, you know they win a lot more than i do uh but oh they, yeah 
Yeah, this That's is, what keeps you going. Yeah. Larry That's had right. one of the best seasons I've ever seen anybody in my life have last year. This is coming. Oh, up. I know. He was tearing it up. I seen uh, picture at the picture. I was like, dang, yeah. I think he's just taking picture of the same book. He's different areas. No, you know, Brian, <laughs> you know what it is. I just never seen anybody. Larry's a good hunter. I, I would never say Larry's not a good hunter. He is. He really is. But I've ne- I just never seen anything like this phenomenon where he gets in the stand and the deer just come up and lift their shoulder and say, shoot me, Larry, you're awesome. I, I, I just don't understand how that happens. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a piece of my shirt tail cut off this season. I missed a pretty good big nine in Tennessee. Um, they kind of, I just, well, I just walked through there and, uh, got up in the tree and, uh, I just was pulling my bow up and turned around. He's standing 30 yards where I just walked through. I'm like, where did he come from? You know? So I'm rushing and, it's one of those things I rushed a shot. So yeah. well, that happens. <laughs> yeah. That happens to all of us too, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one of the panic shots. Yeah, exactly. So this pandemic, you know, with everything going on, obviously, you know, you've kind of been grounded with uh, playing shows and and everything. Obviously, it's affected. I mean, is there is there any light at the end of the tunnel as far as well road and? Yeah, I believe so. We're starting to get some shows trickle in now and um, around the uh, end of March and April. And I think we got some stuff out here in Kansas and Wichita and and then uh, South Dakota. Um, and then I plan in Mexico on some cruise thing or something. But um, but yeah, it's starting to it just depends on what area you're in. You know, um, they still don't know about like on the bigger tours, you know, the stadium tours and stuff like that for like the major, major artists. And, and, uh, but like the festivals and, and, uh, the smaller venues are starting to get booked. Yeah. I'm but, starting um, to, I'm starting to see fairs that are starting to book now, you know, like mm-hmm. la- last year, the Iowa state fair canceled. And that was the first time I think Larry, I think that's the first time it's canceled since world war two. Really? Yeah, I think so. And you know, the Missouri state fair is huge. I mean, so, you know, those fair venues, those state fairs are big. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So hopefully we'll, um, you know, I know we got a, you know, a bunch of shows in, um, we're just trying to, we're competing with the other artists to, to get in there. So, um, cause, uh, you know, not everybody's putting on, putting on shows. It depends on what state you're in right now. And it seems like the Midwest is kind of getting back, uh, booking a little bit quicker than, everybody else to me is what it seems like i think so so yeah 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 i saw an advertisement come on tv about that country stampede that's big out in manhattan kansas there and they uh uh yeah so they're, they're starting to advertise they got some big artists and stuff coming out there so and right. last year that that event was canceled and uh so you know that's that's definitely a good sign. I imagine you all about ready to go stir crazy, huh? There's only so much you can do for with oh, uh, Facebook know, Live. Just, uh, yeah, I think everybody's kind of over that too. And um, which we've been, you know, I've been writing, and uh, I'm in the studio this evening <clears throat> uh, recording some uh, two new songs. And uh, so uh, that's basically what we've been doing is just um, just writing and uh, ready to play some shows, you know. So hopefully, and what's it was kind of bad thing before the pandemic, you know, we had some, we had a pretty good run, um, out on the road and, uh, and it kind of just shut it all down. So, so who knows? Hmm. Yeah, that's a, uh, I can just, I can only imagine. I mean, I know the whole world's been affected by it, but you know, with, with your career, you know, moving, you know, wanting to go play shows and 
mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of thrill, you know, playing in front of a big crowd and and really wanting to share your music with the world. Uh, and then well, there's no there's nothing better than live music. Yes, exactly. You know? That yeah, that's exactly my point. And then that kind of gets taken. I think that's why you know the social media platforms, you know, whenever people were doing it live, there's a big hit there at first. And now it's like, okay, I, I, I need a little more, you know, Yeah. you know, right. you know, <laughs> you know, I need it's a little hard. more. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to entertain in your living room and, and get really get into it. You know, yeah. yeah. You're, you're looking at a computer yeah. or your iPhone, you know? So. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Brian, you all running around and everything else. <laughs> who was one of your inspirations when you first got in there? I mean, some of the older uh, country music stars. Man, I'm a big Keith Whitley fan. Oh, I like um, Keith Whitley. He was some of the first I've, you know, I learned to play, and um, I still have the uh, the I think three, it might be four CDs that I got one Christmas when I was probably seven or eight years old, and uh, I still have those CDs and. He's always been one of my favorites, <clears throat> you know, Keith Whitley. To, and I like some of the older artists too, like Merle Haggard and George Jones, and and uh, a lot of '90s artists too. Sure. Um, Travis Tritt and Randy Travis and all those guys, Tracy Lawrence. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I like I like all types of music, man. I I listen to to old country. And I like some new country and and uh, even like some um, the old blues stuff, old southern rock. And, stuff like that kind of what i grew up on yeah can't be 38 special right yeah, <laughs> yeah. 38 special <laughs> I, like, I was all my brothers and marsh tucker band fan yeah so. I, I just got one question one more question then larry you can I, why is everything a coke in the south i don't understand that well y'all call it pop yeah well no you go down there and ask for a, a, a pepsi or a diet mountain dew we'll get yeah we got coke it's like yeah, I didn't ask for a coat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know why. I never thought about it. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I guess that was like the big thing back then, you know, Coke was, I guess. And everybody just kinda relates to a soft drink as a Coke, I guess. I, I it drives <laughs> drives me crazy. You're speaking my language. You said pop. I was like, Yeah, that's what I, that's what I say too. My <laughs> yeah. kids growing up say none of my kids still say, Hey, give me a pop. You go to the fridge. <laughs> give, can you bring back a pop? Yeah, yeah right. right. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big sweet tea fan. So. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard better. to it's hard to beat a glass of sweet tea. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. It's better for you anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you're listening Depends to this, how far south you are, gets a little sweet. It yeah, I like it sweet, sweet, sweet. Now I like it. Yeah. I like it sweet. I like it about five things of sugar. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> If you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, folks, uh, we're going to have a new segment uh, in the next few weeks called Now That's Cool, and that's going to be brought to you by Arctic Ice Blocks. If you just send us an email or just a, a, a little deal on Facebook, hit us up, and we use it here on the podcast. You're going to get some nice swag courtesy of Sportsman's Warehouse, so don't forget about that. Now That's Cool, and uh, we'll start doing that as soon as uh, we get out and about there in the, uh, in the uh, podcast spectrum. So. I'm I'm excited about that, Larry Mack. I always like giving folks some stuff. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's um, we got some great partners, you know that uh, uh, that that are fortunate. You know, we're fortunate to have great partners that that are just as privy about the outdoors as as everyone listening and us ourselves and Mr. Brian Callahan. Yeah, and Brian That's Callahan, right. the turkey, the turkey killer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> so, so Brian, we got about uh, we got about three or four minutes left. If someone wants to find out more about you or just listen to your stuff, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? You can go to uh, BrianCallahan.com. We've got music out on Spotify, iTunes. You can follow me on Facebook at Brian Callahan Music, Instagram at Brian underscore Callahan. And uh, keep up with everything we've got going on, and hopefully we got some new stuff we're going to release. Um, we got a thing I'm pretty excited about. It's now it's probably the most traditional thing I've ever done. Um, or as I mean, it's pretty pretty country, but I'm you know I kind of grew up on that, and we kind of pay homage to to all the old singers in it, and uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. We got that coming out pretty soon. Um, but yeah, just uh, go to those websites and check it out. There you go. So you're going bow hunting for turkeys. Or are you going decap or are you going slick trick? Which one? Uh, probably slick trick. Yeah. What do you think about there that? There you Larry? go. What do you think about that, Larry Mack? I'm liking. I'm liking. It don't matter if he was going with a number number four. Don't you? <laughs> number four. <laughs> I'd, I'd be okay with that too. I'd be okay with that too. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He'd be like, Shit, "Yep." Now, now they have all that TSS where you can mix some fours and nines and and uh, and reach out there and touch them. Yeah, I know. I like. I like to. I don't know. I like to get them close. I'm on. I'm gonna try to go to Florida, um, first of March, and I usually try to go down there and got some good buddies down there and got some pretty pretty lambs, some live oaks. It's, man, it's gorgeous calling a turkey up down there. Yeah, and, oh, uh, it sure is. Yeah, yeah are you is something that, special? You going Osceola hunting, or are, you, are the Easterns where you're at? Osceolas. Osceola. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're those are yeah. pre- those are pretty birds, man. They are. It's just a pretty senior down there. Um, you know, calling up them oak hammocks and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's probably my favorite, other than Tennessee, it's probably my favorite place to hunt. Hey, real quick tip here, real quick. Uh, honestly, if you're going to go shotgun hunting this year, and I'm not kidding on this, you better buy your shells now or start looking for them because shotguns, there are, it's crazy how, how shortage, the shortage of shotgun shells is right now. I know, man. I looked, I got a few boxes and uh, some shells and, so, but you know, <clears throat> you bet you're right. You better get them now. I mean, yeah. Because even up here, like if you go to Academy or Bass Pro or anything like that, they ain't probably got anything. Yeah. Well, thank thank the good Lord, we can we still got enough decaps and slick tricks out there, right, Larry? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's right we start getting shortages on broadheads folks you're going to see somebody get real upset and that's going to be me right you're going to see, you see a picture of me sharpening flint right. <laughs> yeah. hey i'll be right there with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny all right man that's oh, man. that's we're out of time brian i can't thank you enough it was a pleasure meeting you and uh yeah just good luck this year man i wish you nothing but fortune and larry mack this was awesome way to kick off the new podcast larry mack thank you yep you bet you man and now uh, but like i said brian's a good friend of mine if you're gonna be close look up look on his website where he's gonna be and uh treat yourself to a a good show yeah brian one more time before we uh before we get out of here tell them the best way to get a hold of you you can go to briancallahan.com um check out they have updates on there uh what we, what's got you know what's going on and 
Facebook music page at Brian Callahan Music and uh, my Instagram at Brian underscore Callahan. And uh, it'll it'll uh, take you where you need to go. There you go. Larry Mack, if folks want to follow us on Respect the Game TV, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, they can go to Respect the Game TV on Facebook. They can go to uh, also Respect the Game TV on, on Instagram. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Got Constantly have new content going up there. And here one of these days, you might see old Brian Callahan on there. Well, there you go. That's that right. would be awesome. Brian, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, man. All right, folks. Thanks, that's Brian. going to wrap it up for this podcast here on All Outdoors. We'll see you next time. Until then, be good to one another. We're all in it together.